0: Today on Run With Horses, we're talking about who we should invest in as a disciple maker. Welcome to Run With Horses. My name is Norman and my goal is to help you not just survive, but thrive as a follower of Jesus. I don't think there's anything more important than pursuing Christ yourself and helping others to do so. So thanks for inviting me And allowing me to join you on your journey. Well, today we are looking at that big question of who we should invest in. And it's both one of the simplest questions to answer and one of the hard ones because it's easy because you don't always have lots and lots of options, and you take who you can get. (laughs) You always look to invest in whoever's available. So that's the summary, and we'll come back to that at the end. But We do want to look at some things as you have options, as you have different people around you. How do you consider, who do I invest in? Who do I pour my time and and effort into? You know, it's an interesting question because as you go through life, the way you answer that changes. You're going to have different options as you're more mature, as you continue to grow as a follower of Jesus you will have more options for who you can disciple. There are people who are, maybe right now you look at the people around you and you say, well, most people around me are perhaps more mature than than I am and I need to be mentored by them, and that may be true. But as you continue to grow and as you persist over time, eventually the people who you see, hey, I, I think I have something to offer, I've learned something that... Someone else might benefit from that pool of people continues to grow as you grow. So it's one reason why we continually emphasize it's so important that we ourselves are pursuing Christ and growing with all that we can. We have opportunities to invest in the body of Christ. And as we do that, as we invest in the body of Christ, we ourselves are changed. We're developed, we gain new skills, we gain new ability, and as we take all that, all that we learn, all that we are, and help someone else and apply that to someone else, well, we're better able to be part of that Ephesians 4, equipping the body of Christ for ministry, even as we're doing ministry. So it's one of the cool things about being a disciple maker. It really is all of life it's super valuable it's directly applicable to what god's doing in the world and you benefit so it's a win-win all the way around that's what we should be looking for right win-win and i do want to emphasize before we really consider the who too much understand that it it is going to take effort on your part I, I don't know that I've ever had someone that i really invested in that I felt like, oh, I was just super easy. It just didn't cost me anything. It always is a challenge. It always costs something if you're really intentionally investing in somebody. It may be that it's only time, but it may be uh, financial resources. It may be the time plus the gas to get somewhere to meet them. It may be... Uh, emotional resources some people are very challenging to work with it does cost something but the the thing to understand is it's also very worth it it's worth whatever it takes having said that it does cost something you don't want to take it lightly so you do want to think about and pray about that person that you're going to be investing in and you may have heard i heard years and years ago the uh, the term fat is what you're looking for. Somebody who's fat. (laughs) So what we mean by that is not how much they weigh, but it's three words that we use faithful, available, and teachable. And this is maybe a, a minimum, you know, there's a lot of things you could add to that, but at least today, we should look at these three things and consider anybody that I'm, I'm going to be working with, Are they faithful, available, and teachable? Because if they're not all three of those, you're going to find it um, difficult, maybe impossible, really, to do much to help, to encourage, to challenge them. Because maybe they're not looking for the opportunity to grow. Start with faithful. How are they doing with what they already know? And this is a good question for us. You know, I, I need to ask that. How am I doing with what i already know to do what i've already learned to this point am i making an effort to apply that to live that out as i learn new lessons am i seeking to to live those am i considering how that works in my life and this is one of the places where we often struggle uh, i think in a a lot of our traditional church settings we get message after message, and I mean Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, you have a lot of different opportunities to gain information, so there's no shortage of information that will help you in your pursuit of Christ-likeness. The problem is it takes some effort to take that information and then to consider what that looks like in my life. How do I apply that? Tuesday morning, Thursday afternoon, Friday at lunch. You know what, what does that mean to my life? And often I feel like we, we get so much information, it's information overload without processing time. That's one of the things that's super important for us as a, a follower of Christ ourselves and as we're discipling somebody. So we'll come back to this, but you need that processing time. You need the time to take this truth. And to think about, to meditate on, to dwell on, what does this mean for my daily life, my daily walk with Christ, my spiritual growth, given who I am today and where I am? How do I apply that in next steps? If you don't take that time, then often what happens is you have the information and you just set it aside and you pile more information on top of it. So it's like a messy office with books stacked everywhere and there's life-changing information there but it's not being applied. It's not being used, which means it's not really helpful. (laughs) So it can be true, but if you don't actually live it, it, it's not really helping you. The, The thing that connects the truth with the life change is looking, considering, praying about, meditating on, and applying that truth. You have to make the efforts to do that. And often that's the hardest thing to understand. How do I go from the knowledge to the application? It's not always self-evident. Some things are, but quite often the heart change that we want to see, it takes a little more introspection, a little more prayer, a little more consideration of what exactly are we talking about? This is where we talk about meditation. Now, when I teach Anybody thinking about reading their Bible, how are they going to do their devotional time? You know, I can encourage them to consider a couple of things. One, it is a conversation with God. So you're starting the whole process in prayer. And then as you open God's word, you're reading it. You're looking for that truth. You're looking for that knowledge. You're looking for that information that God wants me to take today. Because every time you open it, it's information, it's truth. But everything every day is not directly what you need to to apply today some of it is a reminder uh, some of it is a note for later but there's usually at least you know as you go through your week week in and week out a lot of times you're going to find these little things where yeah i need to work on this here's an an issue in my life that i need to i need to work on i want to improve and as you see that as you read that passage of scripture then you take this process of meditation, of considering, thinking about it. How does that actually look in my day-to-day walk as I go through life? How do I live that out? How do I apply that? And then I encourage people, you know, once you have kind of figured that out, I encourage people to journal. Then you write down like the key verse and that one takeaway. Okay, Here's this one thing that I found that is is just really meaningful to me right now where I'm at. I'm going to write down me, what I understand and what I'm going to do about it. How am I going to apply this or how I'm going to pursue this in my life? And then to pray and ask God to give you the wisdom and the courage to know how to do it. Okay, there's this basic process, right? Well, that's what I'm asking when I'm asking is someone faithful? If I share something with someone. They say, I, I have this issue and I'm working on it. And I kind of share with them from scripture. This is one of the things that God says about that and how maybe you should consider uh, maybe some changes to make. And do they apply it? Are they looking to apply it? And it's not that they need to do what I say, but are they doing what God's word says? Are they actively trying? And it's not even that they're succeeding. <laughs> so faithful is not, wow, they're a rousing success. It could be that they're failing miserably, but they're really making efforts. Faithfulness is in us being obedient, so when I'm asking that question, are they faithful I'm saying, do they take God's word as truth, and are they trying to live it out not not are they succeeding wildly not are they doing a great job it's it's awesome if they are, but I'm asking the question are they trying? are they obedient to what they know and as we think about investing in other people, this is one of the questions that we need to ask ourselves. Am I being obedient? Am I living out what I know? And really the life of a disciple is a long-term process, a lifetime of seeing God at work, seeing what God has to say, and doing my part to try to live it out. It really is that simple. It's not complicated. We often make it complicated and, and add all these regulations and rules and traditions and, and a lot of things to make it hard. It's really not hard. We look at God's word and say, how do, how do I live this out? What does that look like in my life? How do I pursue Christ in the middle of this? So faithful, that one is huge. You know, it's um, I, I, all three of these are important. I think if you don't have all three of these, you, you really can't go forward. But this one is it's huge. You, you want to see faithfulness in living out what they know to do. That's serving others. Uh, as well as included in that. The second one is availability. And no matter how faithful they are in doing what they know, if they're not available, they're not available. That means that's not someone you can really work with. That's just the way that it is. And given how busy people are, often this is the one that hinders people the most. You have people that you can see, If they applied some effort, they could really make some changes in their life. They could really grow, but they don't have the time or they're not willing to give it the time. They're just not available. They don't show up when um, there are opportunities. They're not consistent when they're given opportunities. They're just not available. Well, that's not something that you can fix. You can challenge someone to think about it, to consider how God might have them to, to do things differently how they might could make some different choices, how important it is to pursue Christ. But ultimately that is going to be their decision. They're going to have to choose Christ themselves. It's not up to you. You can't do it for them. If they're not available, they're not available. And I've had many people that I've wanted to work with and I've offered to get together with, and I'm willing to sacrifice for this relationship, for this opportunity for them to grow, but they're not available. And if they're not available, they're not available. So faithful, huge, available, completely <laughs> removes them from the picture. So um, sometimes you can really work with somebody and you can find a time that will work with them. And as they grow, they, they make themselves more available when they, when they see the value of it. Some people just don't see the value. So they're not. I was always taught you have time to do what you want to do. And I mostly believe that. I mean, there are people that there are seasons of life where that's maybe not true. Like I want to do things and I don't have time because of this transition season. But in general, in life, if you're doing well, you have time to do what you want to do. It's a matter of priorities, making choices, making sacrifices. So when someone says they just don't have time, they're not making themselves available. Often they don't see the priority. They, they don't see the importance. So you might can help them understand that. If not they're not available. You have to move on. Faithful, available. And the last of those three is teachable. Some people are faithful to do what they know and understand. They're available to meet. But when new things come along, whether it's a personal personality conflict with you or whether it's they don't like to to receive it in this way, they're not teachable in that context. They don't want to uh, maybe be open and honest. They're fine if they come across it, but they're not fine if you're trying to address it together. So some people are just not teacher are not teachable. They're not really coming into the relationship as a learner. And if they're not, that's a relationship that's going to have a hard time going forward. You're you're really going to struggle if they are not teachable. So in the way that I try to do this, I want to come in as a learner as well. You know, I I have learned things that I think are helpful to some people, but I don't know everything. <laughs> I am still learning. My goal is to learn until the day I die. And I, I enjoy learning. And often this relationship with someone else, I, I learn something, even if they're a relatively new believer and haven't had a lot of experience in Christ, because they have a different viewpoint Because they've had different experiences, they've had different questions that need to be answered in their life. And I haven't had those questions. So sometimes we look at the same passage of scripture and they come up with a question and go, yeah, I never considered that because I just have had a different life. So I can approach every discipling relationship as a learner. I I should do that. I also need the other person to do that. Uh, Some people resist. Any discussion about anything in their life that needs to change, uh, and it kind of it does relate to faithfulness, but it's a little different because some people are faithful if they see it, but they're not really teachable in the context of this relationship. And you'll learn this really quickly if you get pushback all the time from every single thing. Um, that's a problem going on. You're really going to struggle. It's going to be a huge um, barrier for both of you to make progress going forward now some people it starts out well and they're they're doing great they are a learner they're very teachable until you get to a certain issue okay well that's a little different because we expect that when we get to a heart issue something that's really difficult that we need to change I, i'm going to resist that I mean, if i have sin issues in my life where i'm kind of blinded to those then i might resist that too okay we that's part of this relationship. We can point that out. It's like, Hey, you're not approaching this like normally, <laughs> really normally you're faithful and you're growing and you're excited to learn, but this issue seems to be more sensitive or touchy is why is that? Okay. That's part of this ongoing relationship where we're learning and, uh, helping each other. You'll see that that's different than, um, someone who's just not teachable. You know, they don't, want to listen to anything they know all the answers already some people are like that and that's that's a challenge it's not that they don't need to be worked with but it can be incredibly difficult to work with someone who already knows everything so those three things are i think foundational they're they're just huge there are other things we can add to that but faithful available and teachable are incredibly important if you're going to be working with somebody In this kind of discipling role, and maybe tied to all three of those is a willingness on their part. You can see that in all three of those. Are they faithful? Is a willingness to to change, to be obedient, to follow and do the things I know. Uh, Availability is a willingness to set aside some of my wants, desires, and freedom and sacrifice for this relationship. I'm willing to be available. And then learners, am I willing to be taught? Am I willing to have someone else speak to my life? So that um, willingness kind of underlies all those. And it's really important. And for you as a disciple maker, that's also important. Are you willing to not go in to accomplish your agenda, but you're willing to, to lay aside your agenda for God's? What is God doing in this relationship? What is God doing in me in the middle of this? And I've had relationships where I've worked with someone where I'm I'm positive that I, I learned more than they did and that it was uh, a growing experience for me. And it was completely worth it from my end. Not sure that it was from theirs, but because I was willing to go in and be faithful, available and, and teachable and really look to God, because ultimately it's, I don't want them to look to me. I want the person I'm working with to look to God and I want to look to God. So we're doing that together. That's one reason it's important, I think, for us both to approach this as a learner. I'm pursuing Jesus. Do you like to go with me? That's really often essentially the way that I would invite someone into a disciple-making relationship. It's like, hey, I've learned a lot of things that have been helpful to me, and I'm pursuing trying to grow and be the person God wants me to be, and I need I need people with me to do that. You know, I need relationships with other people who are growing. Would you be interested in getting together for, you know, once a week, or every two weeks and talk about what we're learning, maybe pursue something together. We could consider some areas where we're maybe struggling or where we would see we'd like to learn more and we could do that together and pray for each other. And I've had many people who respond to that. Uh, Some people respond to that, but then they get into it and realize that that's not what they want. Well, that's fine, too. You know, I'm not here to make someone do something. (laughs) But I enjoy it. I enjoy pursuing Christ. I enjoy pursuing Christ even more with somebody else. Related to the who is where do you find this person now ideally you're in a situation where week in and week out you're around other people who are growing at least sometimes you don't you can't be there on all the time you know you don't want to live in a christian bubble um and some people that are worth investing in are not christians yet but they're on the verge so when thinking about uh, disciple making you know i i really am one of those people i believe it starts before someone ever knows christ Really our goal is the same for everybody, to help ha- help them to take a step toward Jesus. So if they don't know him yet, I-, I want them to take another step. So essentially we're talking about evangelism in that case, but that's just the early stages of disciple making. Someone's gonna have to get to the point of meeting Jesus before they can follow him. So in the early stages, they may not know him or know much about him at all. Okay that's fine. I can still reach out to someone and say, Hey, I'm interested in growing and being a better person. And one of the things I've found that's been really helpful to me is to understand what uh, the Bible has to say about life and about people. And, you know, I I really believe there's a God and that he's created us and he's created us in a certain way. And if we understand how he's created us and made us, I think we do better in our life. And Hey, would you be interested in, you know, maybe getting together once in a while and just kind of look together and see what God has to say and how that might help us. Sometimes people respond to something like that. Some people not. But as someone grows, someone gets to the point where they accept Christ, then they're following and learning, and it's a little different conversation, but it's still just steps toward following Jesus. So where do you find this this person? Well, you should always have your eyes open and looking for people who are who are growing, who show that they they want to change. They're ready for next steps, and particularly people who seem uncertain about what that is. Sometimes you you see people and they're they're asking lots of questions. You know, they're obviously, when you are part of a church, in a church setting, you know, they're given an assignment to read something. They read it and they come back and they've thought about it and they have really good questions. Okay, people like that often are in a place where they would respond to, hey, let's get together. Let's see if we can, can learn and help each other to apply these things. Let's be in a context where we can put in some accountability, and talk through what does it mean to apply this day in and day out. And those people who are asking the good questions, often they're already thinking along those lines. Often they're the people who show up early and they pitch in to help. Maybe there's something going on at the church, in the community, and they're ready to help others. They have a servant's heart. They're looking to be useful, (laughs) Often, people like that are in a place where they would consider meeting and and learning and growing. They want to be a good person. They want to be growing. They want to be living out um, something that's meaningful. They want their life to count. And people who are thinking along those lines often are the people who are going to respond when you say, hey, I'm interested in maybe in a relationship that would help both of us to grow. What do you think? In a local church setting, when you have newer believers, when you have someone that uh, joins the church or someone that gets saved or you have a family move in, anybody that's going through transition even is someone that's worth asking. You have someone that moves in, invite them over for supper, take them out for dinner, talk to them, get to know them, and kind of share, you know, I really enjoy this kind of relationship. I'm looking for somebody to meet. Would you be interested? you have time? and kind of share what that looks like. You know, sometimes you have to share a little bit of the details. Like, well, there are lots of varieties. Sometimes I've met somebody, and just after getting to know them a little bit, I said, hey, you know, there's a book that I've heard of that I think might be interesting. Would you be interested in, in going through this together? Uh, there was a, a man I met in Japan, and he's always kind of worried and a little bit fearful. And then there's this book, that the title is Running Scared. It's like, hey, would you be interested in going through this? I think it's, you know, it talks a lot about that, idea of fear and, and worry and how to deal with that in a, in a way that might be God-honoring and maybe learn to have less of it. And I'd be interested in going through that with you. And would you be interested? So things like that, maybe there's a book, maybe someone just says, hey, I'd like to know more about what the Bible teaches, just in general. Let's go through uh, Paul's letters or you can pick pick a book to go through together and kind of agree on it and go through this process of learning how to study, learning how to take the God's word and apply it. And then you can be intentional on your side about uh, building them up and helping them to learn and to grow. So listen, a big part of finding somebody is going to be listening. Who are the people around you who are talking about uh, spiritual growth, about change, about struggles, about problems in their life? You know, there's a, there's a wide variety of topics that people talk about that would be jumping off points that would indicate that hey maybe they would be interested in a relationship where we're pursuing christ together that, that's really what we're talking about we're talking about disciple making i'm helping other people grow in likeness. i'm trying to grow in likeness myself um, i'm pursuing him won't you go with me so anyone who's talking about these kind of issues spiritual growth problems change transitions all of that, all of those topics are open doors for this conversation about an ongoing relationship with a person or group of people who might benefit from from that relationship. I will say as we close up, if you haven't done it before, you have someone who's never been in a relationship like that. Someone who has is probably going to respond, oh, man, I love that. That's, you know, that's really i I was in a men's group before i was in a ladies group they they really loved that they benefited from it they're really quick to say yes people who haven't been in it they may be a little hesitant so it may be on you to go way behind halfway to make it easy for them to get started uh you may be the one that has to make the offer you may have to make it multiple times uh And I think you have to be careful and not come in as, hey, let me teach you everything that I've learned. But you're a fellow traveler on the path toward Jesus. And you're really, you know, it's not a lot more complicated than that. We often want to make it difficult, but it doesn't have to be. I'm following Jesus. I think it's worth spending a life following him. Uh, I I love to learn and to grow and to, to kind of struggle with what it means to live this out. I think I'm a better person because of that. And I think some of the things that I've learned might you might benefit from. And I think you've probably learned things that I would benefit from. You've had a different experience than I have. You've had a different walk with Jesus than I have. And I, I would love to hear and learn from you how you have learned to follow Jesus. We could do that together. We could benefit from this relationship. So look for people around you. Follow Jesus And keep on following Jesus.